0: Welcome to Thriving Teacher Talk. I'm your host, Jillian Fernandez. I'm a former teacher from New York turned full time mom and teacherpreneur on a mission to help you create a profitable and sustainable income selling your teaching resources or services. I'm here to make your life easier by giving you the best advice, trainings, and mindset shifts to grow your business, and most importantly, save you time and sanity. Welcome back to another episode of Thriving Teacher Talk. Today I had the privilege of interviewing Alyssa McDonald. Alyssa is a teacher, toddler mom, self proclaimed French fry connoisseur, and marketing strategist. Alyssa got her start in marketing as a social media manager for local businesses back in 2012, and now she's coached hundreds of teachers and other entrepreneurs to create simple and doable marketing plans for their online businesses. Her talents include being able to break down a massive vision into simple, actionable steps, making email marketing actually feel fun, and writing stop you in your tracks copy for course sales pages. Most recently, Alyssa has been working on building an online marketplace called Pop PD, where educators can publish and participate in online professional development trainings that they're actually interested in. Let's get into it. All right. So I'm so excited, Alyssa. Thank you so much for being here. And I wanted you to tell me a little bit about how you started your journey. Like why marketing? Is this something that you've always had a passion for? What is it about marketing that you wanted to dive into?
1: I wish I had a really good answer for this. (laughs) I... I've kind of always loved psychology, so I guess if I was to look back at where did it start, that's kind of it. My grandfather owned a business, my dad owns a business, so it's kind of in the genes. And my sister and I really love to talk about different business ideas and things we would do or should do. And back in 2012, I was kind of sitting around with my sister, having our little like powwows or meetings and kind of hanging out and talking about what what would we do for a business and we decided to actually open a store in our in our downtown area we have this cute little if you picture gilmore girls style downtown area and so we decided to open up a shop and it was totally her. Really, this was her jam. Okay. She wanted to paint up old furniture and resell it as new. And this was when chalk paint oh, was wow. really popular. Yeah. So I am not the artist in the family. I'm not crafty at all. And I did not want to paint <laughs> furniture, but she had it in her mind. We were going to do it. So we did it. We opened the shop and I would teach. I was teaching full time. I taught fifth grade. I would teach my full day and then I would go into the shop after work. And I didn't want to paint furniture and I didn't want to work on the displays. So while I was there, I started kind of working on marketing the store and Facebook and even Pinterest were kind of like to put your local business on Facebook and Pinterest back in that time was kind of new. And yeah, very new 2012. Yeah. So we were having, we would call them Pinterest parties. You would find a craft on Pinterest and then you would come to our like we would have a little workshop and we would do the craft that we saw on Pinterest. So that was the big big deal. Oh yeah. Those would like, they would fill right up. We would have 30 people there all making this Pinterest craft led by me who absolutely hates. I despise (laughs) making anything. So anyway, I kind of really leaned into the marketing and some other local businesses kind of started to notice what we were doing and how we were filling our in-person classes by sharing what we were doing online. And so they started kind of coming to me and saying, can you help us with our marketing? Can you get us online? Can you make an Instagram account for us? Can you make a website? And I was just like, sure. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yes. As if teaching is not keep us busy enough. Right. And so that's... (laughs) that's how I got started in marketing. And so I did that on the side of teaching for a couple of years before I kind of had my light bulb moment that maybe I could combine the two and help teachers with their marketing.
0: That's so interesting. Yeah. So you had a lot of stuff going on with just like your sister stuff and teaching, and then you decided you wanted to just market for local businesses. That's awesome. And when you first started, you were also like doing classroom stuff full-time and you had two young babies. So yeah. how did you manage all of that <laughs> <laughs> like- So in the timeline, when I had the store, I didn't have
1: any kids. So okay. that was the oh, store yeah, was really Ball. like, it was my happy place. It was yeah. like, I wish that I could sh- share a picture with everybody, but like, we had like a Dell and like opened the front doors and, and listened to the sounds on the street and just like local community people would come in and talk with us. And we knew yeah, if you send names, me a picture, I could pop it up on the screen. perfect. Because it was, you have to see, like, it was so cozy. And I just loved doing that. But then we eventually, my sister and I kind of realized after a couple of years, like, we cannot do this with full time jobs. And then at that time, I had met my husband. So I was really infatuated with him. And then we had the babies. And then I stopped social media marketing altogether. I was like, I, you know, can't do anything else. Yeah. When I had my first baby until he started taking really good naps. (laughs) <laughs> and the moment he started taking really good naps, I was like, okay, hmm, I got that do itch something. again. Like, yeah, I, I'm ready. I, I'm here. I can do something again. And I missed that creative outlet that I had with social media marketing, the writing of the captions. I know so many people hate it. I really loved it. Like even creating the graphics or kind of bringing together the brand story mm-hmm. and putting it online. I really really loved that. So I got back into the local businesses again and even with the two kids. Yes, I figured it out. Did it during nap time when mm-hmm. they were asleep. There were a lot of late nights, but yeah,
0: that's what got me here. So is that how your name came about Teacher by Naptime because you did everything exactly. while your kids were napping? And yeah, yeah, and I don't want to be
1: misleading and say that it was like easy and that they were always napping and it was this lovely little journey. Um, There were, yeah, it was hard, but (laughs) especially when I started building this business, kind of the reason that I, that I started this business is because I had postpartum anxiety with my firstborn and my secondborn. Really bad. And I had to go back from maternity leave to my teaching position after six weeks, which I did end up getting them extended because of my anxiety, but it was like giving me anxiety to have to keep extending it, which was Mm -hmm. just making everything worse. So my husband and I sat down and started talking about having a third baby. I was pro third baby, he was (laughs) no third baby. And his biggest argument was money. He was like, looking at our bills, we cannot afford to send a third one to daycare. we met later in life in our late thirties. And so we kind of had our kids all at once. And so they would all be in daycare at the same time. He's like, we can't afford that. I'm a teacher. He's a social worker. It's not going to work. And when we laid out our bills, it didn't work. And I didn't have much of an argument. And then mm-hmm. I started to get angry because I thought I, I deserve this time. I de- I wish I had this time with my first two. And I want the third baby. I don't want finances to stop us. And I want this time with the third baby. And I wanted to convince him that I could match my teaching salary with my, what was hobby before side of uh, social <laughs> yeah. media marketing. So that's when I started working with teachers and and helping them figure out their marketing and really building that business up. But I had that fire lit under me. So the late nights were mm-hmm. like, not easy, but they were, I was, I was there. I was in it. I was going to make this happen right. and yeah. everybody better get out of my way because I'm going to make this happen. Mm-hmm. Um. So when you have that kind of like motivation. I think when you're in the building phase, as long as you remember to come out of the building phase and give Mm -hmm. yourself a resting phase or a sustaining phase, a building phase can get you really far in your business.
0: Yeah. I remember those building phases for myself as well. Like those late nights, they seem impossible now, right? Because Mm -hmm. you think about how did I stay up till three, four in the morning, some nights building, right? But they seemed so easy at the time, because you were building something that you were so passionate about. So
1: Yeah, and you can see that vision as long as you can see that vision, you can do what it takes to get yourself there. Mm -hmm. Um, But it can be really hard when you're the one holding that vision. And if anybody is in a building phase, I would highly recommend like share your vision with as many of your support people as you can. And you know, if you have a spouse, if you have any like parent or another mentor that you are speaking with, like share your vision with them, let them hold it too and support you
0: in getting there. Mm -hmm. Um, Cause that's the best way to make it through that, that building phase. Definitely. And just like holding you accountable also. Yeah. Feeling like they're holding, even if they're not holding you accountable, feeling like they're there to hold you accountable makes a world of difference. I feel. Yes. Now a question that I do hear from teachers often who are looking to start implementing a marketing strategy is like, where should I be marketing and how often? So what are your thoughts about that?
1: I'm really glad you asked that. One of the one of the reasons I started this business, I would go into the free Facebook groups where a lot of teachers were at that time. This was in 2019 or so. Mm-hmm. Teachers were really, I think, turning to free Facebook groups for advice on how to especially sell their resources on TPT and how to market that. Mm-hmm. And I was seeing a lot of wheels turning because I think teachers work so hard. We're so used to working hard and doing whatever it takes. And I just saw so many teachers spending a ton of time spinning their wheels on marketing efforts that weren't really going to give them the bang for their buck. They weren't going to give them a good return on their investment of time Mm -hmm. and they're limited on time. So I really kind of wanted to take on the mission of making marketing simple and making sure that you're getting the most out of your time and the most out of your money. If you're like investing in a tool or something like that, where I think teachers especially get stuck is on the visibility visibility, like content creation treadmill. We think we need to be constantly cranking out content for Instagram or now TikTok or Pinterest or our blog or our podcast. And we need to just keep it coming, keep the fresh new content coming. And new content is just one piece of the puzzle. As you know, there's also building out your funnels in the background to make sure that when you do bring new people into your world, when you create an Instagram post and you're sending them to the link in bio, well, then what, what happens after they? go to the link in bio, because if they go to the link in bio and it leads to your blog post and your blog post leads to 10 different places. Now you don't really have much of a journey. You have kind of like a scattered, it's really throwing spaghetti at the wall. Like maybe they'll click this link, or maybe they're going to want my freebie, or maybe they're going to want to buy this thing. But if you are really calculated about what's happening after that click on the link in the bio then go make your Instagram content. The visibility is just one piece. Funnels, that's another piece. Two other pieces. One is your product suite. So what are the price points that your products are at? Do you have a variety of price points? Do you have Mm -hmm. multiple streams of income beyond especially TPT sellers? Do you have other ways that you're bringing in money or even just a product suite within your TPT store where you're really purposeful about the income you want to make and how your products are going to get you there? And then the fourth is messaging. So visibility, funnels, product suite, and messaging, and just making sure that you're messaging and you're telling your brand story and you're saying it kind of the same way everywhere that you're showing up to make you really memorable in the eyes of your audience. And those are kind of the key components to a really great marketing strategy, simple marketing strategy.
0: So when you're talking about messaging, how do you feel teachers can show up authentically with a clear marketing message? across all platforms, depending on, you know, different platforms, I feel like you can have a different message, like you're showing up on Instagram is going to be different for the way you show up on Facebook or different for the way you show up on Pinterest. Not that Mm. Pinterest is right. It's not considered social media, but you know what I mean? (laughs) Like you're not going to show up the same way on your platform. So how do you keep that message authentic and the same across all different platforms?
1: Okay. The two pieces of advice that I definitely want to unpack. Yeah. Um (laughs) The first piece of advice, and I, I give it myself, is is choose a niche, but I actually only agree with that to a point. And so I'll explain that, what I mean a little bit. You'll hear the advice, choose a niche. When you start your online business, pick your corner of the world that you want to serve. Mm -hmm. So if you want to choose, like I'm going to focus on math workshop, I'm going to become the guru for math workshop. I'll be known for that. That is step one. What I would love to see people do is hone in on one area that you can kind of become known for. And this helps people catalog you in their mind, helps keep you memorable. It helps, I always say it makes you memorable Searchable, Googleable. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of just keeps you fresh in everyone's mind. Right. But, right. and this is the big but, is that you have to then expand because you are not just math workshop. You are all of your skills, all of your experiences, all the expertise, the things you've read about, there are so many pieces of you. And some of it could have absolutely nothing to do with math work check. It could be about your dog. And like, you just know about <laughs> golden noodles or something, you know, it's all the pieces of you, but having the niche first mm-hmm. helps people to, to just put you away in their mind, to recommend you to others, to remember who you are and what you can help them with. And then you can expand and really kind of allow in all of those pieces of you. And that's going to help you really stick. So in kind of including all of those and then being consistent with it on the platforms that you are on, being consistent with being you. So kind of leaning into all of those pieces that make up you and then having a really clear strategy about what you're going to talk about. What's your content strategy? It's all about repetition. We don't want to be constantly reinventing the wheel. We are just repeating ourselves all the time. Mm to the point where it can sometimes
0: get a little boring, but your people don't see all of the content. I was going to say that getting new audiences in all the time and people need to hear things more than once for it to actually sink in, Mm -hmm. right? Isn't isn't there a study like people need to hear things seven times before it actually resonates? So I know I do,
1: yeah, (laughs) for sure. Yeah. And the other piece of that, that you mentioned is like being on every platform. I always kind of like make this joke in in my Instagram reels that we feel like we need to be here blog and we need to be on a podcast and we need to have YouTube videos and TikTok and Pinterest. And there's more every day that we feel like we should be doing. We hear Mm. big marketing gurus talking about like the next big thing. It's always important to experiment and be flexible and be willing to change, but you don't need to be on every platform. What you do need to understand is like, what is this platform doing for my marketing? Where does this fit in in my marketing plan? And thinking about a sales funnel can really help you with that. You can think about where does this platform fit in on that buyer journey? Is it, is this platform helping bring new people in? Hmm. Is it helping nurture people who are already in my world? And I have a quick just like a quick little story about the store that I was talking about earlier that you're going to put the picture up, up in this video. <laughs> when I had the store, we had this one customer. Her name was Monica and Monica would come in. She was our most loyal customer. She would come in every weekend. She, We had uh, chalk paint for sale. She would have a new painting project every weekend, come in, talk to us about it for two hours, buy her paint, go tell all her friends about it. Her friends would come in. She'd get them all gift cards for Christmas. She wasn't a one-time customer. She was Of repeat customer. She was our best customer, our best word of mouth. And then there were customers that would come in because we're kind of a tourist area. They Mm -hmm. would come in once and they would maybe buy a chocolate bar, a local chocolate bar that had kind of the city's name on it or whatever. And they would go and we would probably never see them again. Right. We really want to go for the Monica's. Because the Monica's are going to bring so much more value than just like the one-off tourist buying a chocolate bar. When you're purposeful with your marketing strategy and you understand where platforms fit in that strategy, then you can really start to nurture the people who are already in your world instead of constantly trying to bring in new people. And that pays off so much more than those one-off sales.
0: Yeah. I love that analogy. I think that really makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You want to like have people in your corner who are going to spread that word of mouth, which is so incredibly valuable. So Mm -hmm. it makes a lot of sense. Now you do also talk a lot about having like a launch strategy, but I know there are probably a lot of teachers who have no idea what that even means. So can you talk a little bit more about how you help teachers with their launch strategy and what that means?
1: Yeah. This kind of goes back to what we're talking about with the the different phases of your business, like the building phase, the the phase where you're kind of improving your products, but you're not really creating anything new. The phase where you're resting. The same goes for your marketing. You want to be marketing in kind of phases. Sometimes a lot of teachers I work with forget that there's a phase in marketing where you don't, you're not showing up or you're not showing up much. You maybe have like some pre-scheduled posts, but you've got to take some rest time, got to take some time off. And then there are phases where you're creating more hype. That would be like what I'm kind of comparing to the build phase. These kind of phases where you're creating hype is where you're bringing attention to a higher priced product or a higher priced offer for a certain period of time. And then you want to create some urgency during that time. So if you think about like how many times you've added something to your Amazon cart, I think my cart is full right now. I wanted to get the kids <laughs> goggles. They've been sitting in there for two weeks. I don't actually know if I'm even going to buy the goggles now. I have no sense of urgency to buy the goggles, but when you have a launch, you create that urgency either with a bonus that you're offering only for that week, or you've probably seen people, especially with courses, I'm going to open the doors. I'm Going to close the doors. But even TPT sellers who have a bundle they want to sell, they can launch that bundle. Doesn't mm. mean it needs to be brand new. It can be an old one that you're just kind of dusting off and bringing back to the surface. And then you're just creating hype around that product and some urgency. And that's what I consider the launch phase. And you just concentrate your marketing around that launch. Then when launch is over, you get to go in hermit mode and take a <laughs> break because you just hopefully had an injection of cash, you made some extra money and now you can kind of let that ride out for a little bit.
0: Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So that's, that's what you have helped teachers kind of implement that strategy behind launching, resting, all of that. So that's great, I love that. Yeah,
1: it's funny because marketing is such a big topic. So I've had to kind of figure out my specialties and the things that I really like and launching is just something that I really, really love helping teachers with.
0: Okay. And if you could give some advice to teachers who want to start implementing like an effective marketing strategy, like just one piece, I know there's tons of advice you could give, but (laughs) if you could give one piece of advice, if someone wants to implement some type of strategy tomorrow, let's say, what kind of advice would you be able to give a teacher?
1: Yeah. They're going to either love this or hate it. (laughs) Um, My advice would be stop creating new content. Like put the brakes on right now. It's summertime. Even if it wasn't summertime, like put the brakes on, stop creating new content, go back, look at the content you've already created. First of all, can you repeat? I'm telling you, take a post that you posted even like three weeks ago and repost it. Nobody's even going to (laughs) notice. Even if you take it word for word, it's great. It's repetition and it's building that reputation. I always say it's, that's, what's kind of making you memorable. Step one. And step two, go in and check those funnels. Even if a funnel means, okay, I have a pin on Pinterest and it's leading to a blog post. I need to clean up that blog post and make sure I have like neon signs of where I want people to go from that blog post. Even just those little changes, those little tweaks make all the difference, you might as well not be creating a bunch of new content and sending people to that blog post if it's not doing its job. So the two sending
0: people, you mean like from a blog post to like a TPT resource or like email list or like some place where they could actually go other than just reading a blog, right? Purposeful.
1: Like if you're going to create that blog post, you want the product that you choose to go with that Blog post, first of all, to be remember, like we talked about in the beginning, the most bang for your buck. So mm-hmm. that product should be a little bit higher priced if you're building a whole funnel around it. It's got to be worth the time that you put into that blog post. So choose a little bit of a higher priced product. And if you want to also include your freebie, that's fine. That's just two calls to action in your blog post. We'll allow it. Just not a thousand (laughs) calls to action. But we want to like really make that so clear. It's not like read my blog post. Oh, and by the way, like maybe you want to buy this TPT product. No, it's like, here's my blog post. Here's here's the product that goes with it. Mm -hmm. Lots of times people want to give you their money. They want to pay to have the thing done for them. So show them where it is and be really, really intentional about that.
0: Yeah. Explicitly tell people what you want them to do. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) They're not mind readers. So I love that. Thank you. Now I want to make sure that we can find you. I want to know all your links. I'm going to put everything in the show notes, but I think you're amazing. You know that we've connected from the very beginning. So I want to make sure that people can find you. So let us know where you are on Instagram. If you're on TikTok. Facebook, all of the good stuff. And of course I'll include all of your links below. If you have any like free classes, people can join just yeah. give us all the. great. Right.
1: Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciated this and appreciate you kind of just always being open to collaborating. You can find me on Instagram teacher by nap time. And I think the best call to action, speaking of call to action, if you're <laughs> interested in hearing more about how to build out those four steps of your marketing plan, I have a free workshop that you can take right now. You can get instant access to it. And inside it'll talk about how to, how to build out those four parts of your marketing plan the product suite messaging, visibility, and funnels. I know that sounds like a lot, but I like to keep it simple. So that's one hour long. You just bring your notebook one hour and you will definitely walk away with some action steps. I'm like a no fluff business coach. So go check that out. That's alyssamcdonald.com slash masterclass.
0: Well, thank you so much. This was awesome. We appreciate you. Thank you. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, let us know by leaving a comment. If you're here on Apple podcast, you can actually leave a comment as a review. I'd love to hear from you. Also, I would absolutely love if you would take a second to share about this podcast on your social media. It would mean the world to me if you took some time to spread the word about this podcast if you found any value in it. I can't wait to chat with you next time as we continue to grow our businesses together. If you loved this episode, be sure to subscribe so you can catch all new episodes, leave a review if something resonated or even just send me a DM. Thank you for letting me into your business and your life today. We are going to love growing together as you create a profitable and sustainable income, selling your teaching resources or services. I'm so honored to be here to make your life a little bit easier with the best advice, training, and mindset shifts to grow your business, and most importantly, save you time and sanity. And I'll see you in the next one.